everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. We've reached the point in the recording evening where my voice is starting to go because I'm still coming back from a respiratory thing. But it's only Wednesday, so... Crawling across the desert of vocal destruction. Here yep. we are. Sure is. So it's minute 38, which begins just before Lucy starts to sing Mm -hmm. and goes through one of the times that she says, he said, can I take you home? Where? Right. I Love Rock and Roll is a pretty repetitive song. Yeah. So she says that a lot, but it's one of the times when she says that. Let me tell you what my one note is. Okay. And then I want to talk a little bit about the performance of this song versus Joan Jett. Okay. My one note is, Brittany performs the song. She stands next to a pole. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> my, my notes are, before we get into Joan Jett, her opening line isn't great, but she Brittany's it up real quick. Correct. Uh, ben is impressed. Yes. Suitably, I think. I mean, he doesn't know yeah. that Lucy can sing. Sure. And she goes out there looking like that, and then turns out she can sing. And then she starts actually, like, performing the song. Yeah. Um, oh, now she's on the pole. Yep. She's not like on the pole. She's sort of leaning up against the pole because she's tired in yeah. those heels. Yeah. She's using it as like, just in case anybody's wondering, we don't get to see Britney pole dance, but we do get to see her kind of use the pole as a prop. Right. And then I have, where did she learn to perform? Right. Because she goes from being meek Lucy who has a nice singing voice and is singing this song to all of a sudden she is Britney Spears doing I Love Rock and Roll. So here's what here's the performances we've we've heard or heard about from Britney in this movie. Sure. Or Lucy in this movie. So we've seen her perform um, Madonna. Right. Open My Heart. Yeah. We've heard about her doing a valedictorian speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has danced to Let's Get It On. Yes. And she has sung along to Bye Bye Bye. Yes. Is that it? Her principal referenced her singing. Okay. So let's say she was in Persuasion. She was in Show Choir. Yeah. It has to be that she is tapping into Breakfast Cereal in the Morning on the Bed Madonna singing. Yeah. Than anything else. Sure. A little bit of... um, dancing so that I put off having to make to make a decision about whether or not I'm going to lose my virginity to Henry or not. Uh, jacket dancing, a little bit, but like mostly it's cerebral dancing. Yeah. But still, it is quite the revelation. And it's definitely a like, ladies and gentlemen, Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it feels, it, it drives me nuts when we have these moments because she does a great job of being meek Lucy. Yes. And then she has to turn on the Britney, and it's like there's no, you don't see her easing into it as the song goes on. Right. I want to see her go out like with her arms like wrapped around her bare midriff, right. a little awkward. I want to see her start singing as though she was singing for like chorus class. Right. And then as the audience starts to be like, oh shit, this girl can sing. Yeah, I'm kind of into this. I want to see her start getting into it. And it's got to be, you're probably right. She was probably in the show choir. She probably learned how to perform when she was doing chorus at school. But it just doesn't fit with everything else we've seen of Lucy. And it makes me a little uncomfortable and upset. So 
I'm thinking of two separate performances that are what you described. The one that came readily to mind because it's one of the, my favorite moments in cinematic history is Benji performing I've Got the Magic at the end of Pitch Perfect. Yes. Where he comes out and he's sort of like tentatively like, I've got the magic. But yeah. then the crowd kind of likes it. And there's a moment, and it's one of my favorite moments of the movie, he does kind of like a head swivel and suddenly it's on. And yeah. he's Britney. I mean... Not Britney, he's Rivers Cuomo, but not Rivers Cuomo because Rivers Cuomo is still nervous. But he's in charge. He's performing. He has this. Yeah. The other one is, I th- I don't remember what the what the character's name was, but the, in Sister Act Two, back in the Habit, mm-hmm. the kid the um who she like coaches because he's like singing all quietly. Yeah. And then like he not only belts, but he hits that super high note, and she turns around in one of. Actually, one of my other favorite moments yeah. in cinematic history yeah. is the same as what you're talking about, only it doesn't happen. It happens like in between Mimi being like, you're the best singer out here, which first of all, what? That we, we already passed the part of the show yeah, well, she, sa- she says, you have the best voice. Right. But the way she says it, doesn't sound like of the three of us, you're the strongest singer. It sounds more like, come on, Lucy, you can do it. You have the best voice. Come oh, on, come on. That makes me feel so much better yeah. about that. I don't think that she was saying like, you're a better singer than me or Kit. I think it was more like, come on, Lucy, you're so good at singing. You have the best voice. You come on. You have the best voice. Okay. All right. That yeah. makes sense. But she doesn't do that. She is suddenly Britney and she's doing all sorts of Britney stuff. Yeah. And okay. So then... The other thing that, that occurs to me is the Blues Brothers, which we've talked about previously. I don't remember if it was in Newsies Minute or in this. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. It was in this. Yeah. When they perform, they are their, their characters that you've known this whole time. The characters walk around with a swagger of, mm-hmm. we're hot shit. They walk around with a swagger of, like, rhythm in their step and whatever. Yeah. They're two nerdy, schlubby white guys in suits. But you can tell, it's sort of like... The kid that you're like, you're unsurprised to learn that he's in a band that's actually pretty good, even though they're still local. Yeah. Like, that's what the Blues Brothers is. And then when they perform, you're like, yeah, this makes sense. What I'm seeing here, the characters are the same. Yeah. What I'm seeing with Britney's performance in this is Britney's performance in this. Right. And it's so, it's so baffling. It's not baffling. Actually, it makes total sense for what this movie is and what this movie's going for. We say it every episode. I say it every episode. It's a Britney Spears vehicle. Yeah. So, yeah, she's going to perform a cut from the album that came out four months ago or whatever. Yeah. And that makes sense. It's just weird to see. Yeah, it makes sense in the context of this movie is one long Britney Spears promotional video. (laughs) Right. It does not make sense in the context of... Shonda Rhimes wrote a road trip movie where there's a karaoke scene. Right. And the meek character has to step up and own it. If anybody else was playing Lucy. Yeah. If they had gotten just some girl who can sing. Right. Rosario Dawson. Okay. Is some girl who can sing. Right. If they had gotten her to play Lucy, she would have spent the entire song working her way up to... Britney level performance to to the point where she would like by the end she'd be having fun and be like into it and giggling at herself and it would have felt so organic. Yeah. But it would have been a totally organic experience. A totally organic experience. That was excellent. Well, thank I'm you. I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> but this just is it's like the director said, "Okay, and Britney just go ahead, you know, like Ease into it a little and then just do your thing. Do you think it's that Britney doesn't know how to go? Sl- it's like, you know, hey, Britney, ease up into your performance. And Britney's like, I am. I, <laughs> I 
don't think so. Okay. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I want to give... Maybe I'm being unfair to Tamara Davis. Yeah. I want to give Brittany more credit than I want to give the director of this movie. Okay, fair. I, I, ha- I have to believe that the director said, start off nervous, but get Brittany real quick. Because, like, I can't, I can't see Lucy ever looking at a stripper pole and being like, I'm going to go lean on that. This is a good idea that I'm having right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is very much a, oh, let's put Brittany on the stripper pole. Right. As opposed to, oh, Lucy is singing. And, like, I can see one of, I can see Mimi going over and hopping on the stripper pole. Right. That's the weirdest part of this whole thing to me is when Lucy just goes over and, like, she doesn't even do a spin around the pole. She just kind of, like, puts her hand on it and, like, kind of, like, does, like, a little half swing. Yeah. Sort of thing. Like, she, does, she doesn't utilize the pole in any useful way. But she approaches... All right, what I'm about to say, I feel like it's going to be weird, but I think you're going you're gonna to feel me. She approaches the pole as a familiar. Yeah. Like, she doesn't do anything, but she... It's like... I, this is John Wick affecting my brain. She doesn't shoot the gun, but she does handle the gun like she's shot a gun before. Right. <laughs> And I don't know where Lucy would have ever had an... I, can you imagine a scenario in which Lucy has ever come into contact with a stripper pole? I mean, Pete would not have allowed that. Exactly. Even if Pete was buddies with, like, the... if Even if Pete was a volunteer fireman... Right. And there was a pole that she had access to all the time, she wouldn't have been dancing on it. Right. She wouldn't have been using it as a prop in her karaoke routine and i just want to be clear because i know and you know there is no judgment being passed on pole dancing oh absolutely not no no um i used to do it. yeah i was gonna say like (laughs) i know that and i know where you're coming from on that but like what we're saying is her character and the people that have brought her character up Mm -hmm. would pass a judgment on even the term ending up on the pole yeah is what you say in the late 90s when you're worried about, I mean, frankly, your kid being Mimi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When when you are a stereotypical parent that is affecting your child in poor, poor ways. Yes. So it's a character. Yeah. I, I, it's completely baffling to me to, to watch it happen because it's like, oh, are we in like a music video or like what's going on? Yeah. Because like, I never watched Hannah Montana. Same. Because it was it was after my time. But I Agreed. wonder if the... Because I know... Actually, when I learned what the concept of Hannah Montana was, I was like, oh, that actually doesn't sound like it sucks. Yeah. The concept of an alter ego that is like a performer mm-hmm. is what this almost needed. Now, that would... We, it would have taken us into like psychological something if something switched in her brain. Yeah. And all of a sudden she was this bold performer. That would have been an entirely different movie. Yeah. But... It would have at least been like, oh, something weird is happening to her. Yeah. I almost would have, even if there was a moment where like Jimmy hears what guy's playing on the drums and he's like, all right, I guess let's do it. And then the smile creeps onto his face. Yeah. And he's he's like, like, oh, this is good. This is good. There's no point where she's anything less than everyone in this room, men, women, everything in between and outside want to fuck me. Yeah. (laughs) I would have loved to have seen her like turn around to look at Kitten Mimi like am I doing okay and have one of them 
like do a little body roll or a shimmy or something like an encouraging like, yeah, you're doing great. Try this. Oh, and then she's like, I love rock and roll, like doing the little body wave. And the and, crowd goes wild. And the crowd goes wild. And she's like, okay. Because the thing is, if her only, we have to assume from what we know that her, her only musical experience is singing in the chorus at school. Right. Where even if she's in the show choir, where they do a little bit of a performancey choreography type thing, it's not like this. Right. So... Let's even give her... Let, even if you ramp it up to, she was... I've never seen Rock of Ages. I assume it's all men. But let's assume... It's that, not. It's not? Okay. No. Is there a... There's a female, like, sort of Sandy at the end of Grease character? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say she played her in the high school musical version of their Rock of Ages um, musical. Where well, she's... She's more of a, not a Sandy at the end of Greece. It's been a long time since I've seen Rock of Ages. The, in the movie version, uh, Ju- Julianne Hough, is that uh, her name? Yeah. Uh-huh. Played her. Okay. And I think that she's kind of a, like, uh, you've seen Coyote Ugly? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, she's yeah. like a Piper Parabo type character okay. where okay. she's like, she's not, she's not quite a Lucy. Right. But she's not quite a Mimi right. or a Kit or whatever. Right. She's like, she kind of straddles the line between Girl Next Door, who is also sexy. Right. Okay, so what I, all I'm saying is, like, even if she had been in a high school performance of basically something where strutting around in huge heels was a thing that happened. Yeah. It was a high school, it was, you know, this is like a, perf- you're watching a performer who's been doing this for years and years. Right. Steadily. Well, and Lucy would not, her dad would not have allowed her to do something like high school theater. Right. Right. She could do not, cho- not enough time. Yeah, she could do chorus because it's during school and occasional after school concerts. Right. But she I mean, in order to get the level of comfort that she has in this minute, she would have had to have been performing pretty steadily for some time. Right. Like doing all of the musicals. And I just I don't and I don't see Lucy having any interest in doing musicals. Singing is one thing. Getting up on stage and being in a play is another agreed i don't buy this whole karaoke performance here's what it was sold me on it and you 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 hinted at it i don't know if you were hinting at this specifically that when she turns around Mm -hmm. any look on lucy's face of oh i don't know what i'm doing but i guess this is working yeah like a sort of like a like a clenched jaw sort of like yeah what is happening yeah would have sold it completely as like She's flying by the seat of her pants and it's working. Yeah. And it even I w- even would have been able to suspend disbelief that like body rolls and saying stuff like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't think that has happened yet. But like she ends this song and I'm like, if you weren't literally Britney Spears, you would lose the crowd on what you're doing in this performance of I Love Rock and Roll by Jim Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. So... So social media? Yes. All right. We are on Twitter yes. at Crossroads underscore Min. Individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network. You can find us at uh, scavengersnetwork.com, where you can find all of the shows on the network. And I think we're going to be working on, I don't think this particular show has its page up yet. No. At the time of this recording, but it might at the time of this airing. I, I think that you're going to see... Aaron and I demand special treatment. And so, <laughs> we sure do. And so, for better or worse, uh, I think you're going to basically see a landing page for uh, Aaron and James. Yeah. Um, that is basically like, and they do stuff, and then it ends, and they do new stuff. Yep. Um, but you're going to see gorgeous pages uh, of varying levels of interaction, uh, depending mm-hmm. on the show. Yep. Um, 
press kits, all sorts of all sorts of really amazing stuff uh, that Mason and and a whole team of people are, are working on making look. Um, using a, a, a web design word that I know, very pretty. Yeah, it is very pretty. <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for us. I think that is. Hey, Aaron. Yes, James. Let's be best friends forever. We will. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.